Welcome to the Bridge Africa podcast. I'm your host, Isaac Osekisi. Every week, I'll be sharing employability and entrepreneurial tips needed to help you get the job you desire or start a business venture right after you complete your university education. I'll be introducing you to seasoned entrepreneurs and working professionals in diverse fields. We'll learn about their journeys, that is the bends, their pitfalls, their successes, and most importantly, how they overcame. Let's get it rolling. In this episode, we'll be talking about the top 10 skills employers typically look out for during a job interview. Fascinating stuff. If you haven't already subscribed to this channel, do well to subscribe. And once you do, anytime I produce such content like this, you will be one of the first, you'll be the first to get notified. And that will be great. Awesome. So let's get on to what those skills are. The very first skill that employers look out for when they are sitting face to face with you to interview is communication skills. It's so crucial. Without communication skills, everything becomes meaningless. Your skill set becomes meaningless. You're going to find ways and means by which you communicate. You're going to declare, you're going to, and you're going to demonstrate both verbal and written communication skills. The written communication skills would be represented by your CV or resume. That's why you have to be very, very careful. Go over it thoroughly to make sure that there are no spelling mistakes, no typographical errors. That will negate every qualification that you've listed on that CV. So communication skills. And when I say communication skills, this is what I mean. I mean, you've been able to consistently tell a story, right? For me, interviewing skills or the whole job application process is a is for me i summarize it as a storytelling exercise so your cv writing is going to basically tee up the story that you're going to be telling so that's why i always i'm you know this, this is just by the side but i probably may be relevant to you if you are looking for a job is you write CVs that that gives you the ability to tell powerful stories, engaging stories, immersive stories, right? So you write CVs that highlight things that happened in your past, in other organizations, the companies that you work for. Frame your achievements in term, frame your CV in terms of achievements. Because if you do that, then you have the opportunity to tell that beautiful story as to how it led you uh, to, to uh, let's say, um, help increase revenue by 100%. Tell that beautiful story that you, you, how you um, engage with one client who was about to leave the client was actually pissed off and was about to cancel their contract and you were sent to go uh to the to 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 meet the client and when you sat and the things that you did and finally the client uh rescinded their decision and actually they went on to actually buy more products and more services and by the time you were leaving your revenue of the company has increased from uh five percent to whatever hundred percent whatever it is right it's, i'm just taking your mind there 
to learn to tell stories. Great communicators are great storytellers. So you're going to have to be able to communicate very well. And how you communicate, particularly if you are outside the domain of where you grew up from. So if you are outside, if you are in Africa and you are doing, you're having an interview, let's say you've moved to UK, you've moved to Canada, you move to anywhere and you are, you are uh, working there or you want to work there. When I say communicate, yeah, tell powerful stories. But because you have a little bit of, uh, you have a little bit to, uh, to maybe a greater degree of an accent. This is the trick. You speak a little bit more slowly than you would normally you would normally speak. A little bit more slowly, a little bit more louder. That's the formula. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> All that they need is you'll be able to communicate. They didn't say that we want people who can speak British accent or American accent. Even with the American accent, which one of them? Is it the Southern accent or the Northeast, the, the West Coast or the Midwest thing? Which accent is that, right? It's not about accent. It's about communication, right? That's why I love uh, Ariana Huffington, the lady who founded Huffington Post. She has a very strong Eastern European accent, but she's been very successful. Why? Because she's a great communicator and a great storyteller. So the interview room, you're going to dem uh, demonstrate your ability to communicate. Communicate, speak a little bit louder, speak a little bit slower. Be very clear, succinct, focus on the achievements and what led to those achievements. You will be fine. The next one is you're going to demonstrate that you can work with people. So you're going to demonstrate teamwork. An interpersonal collaboration. Nobody's an island. Nobody will hire you in this day and age to be an island working in the back office something and churning some numbers. Definitely at some point you have to work with human beings. You have to work with either your co-workers, suppliers, um, customers, and uh, sometimes even stakeholders like investors. Sometimes you may have to have a client a, a facing or Communication with, with stakeholders depending on the role. So, your ability to demonstrate that you are a team player. Team player. So, you're going to have to highlight tasks that you did successfully with other people. That tells the potential hiring manager that you are a team player. They are looking out for that. The third thing is you're going to demonstrate that you are confident in your abilities. Yes. Going for an interview can be nerve-wracking, can be unsettling and that kind of thing. But in my experience, I noticed that the time that the interview is a little bit nerve or very nerve-wracking is actually the time before the interview starts. Once the interview starts, knock every timidity out of the window and just go sell yourself. So be confident in your abilities. They want you. That's why they called you in, right? They think you are good. That's why they called you in. They didn't think you were trash or you're rubbish. You are good. That's why. That's why they called you. They shortlisted you. Therefore, make a good account of yourself. All right. Then the next one, we're going to be for the next one. If you haven't subscribed to this channel, subscribe. And anytime I put out content like this, you're going to get notified. And actually, click the notification button so that you get notified very quickly as well. All right, the fourth point is you're going to demonstrate that you have great work ethic, right? Great work ethic with excellence. 
work ethic with excellence. You are not that kind. You're going to demonstrate to them that sometimes when the need arises, you don't mind staying a bit longer. Or uh, you don't mind even working through your lunch break. That is your demonstrating work ethic. You have to find ways and means by which your story will have components of all these. I mean, it will have several different components that addresses these skills. So uh, maybe there was a deadline for a project that was crucial and somebody was sick in the team. And that deadline was the next morning and you, all of you had to huddle together. And you went throughout the night and you actually left the office, you know, 10 p.m., right? Just so you would get the thing done. It demonstrates that you have a great work ethic, great work ethic, right? Then the next piece is you're going to demonstrate that you have passion, you have drive, right? You have initiative, passion, drive, initiative. You are not, it's not like, oh, wow. You know, you have to demonstrate that the organization that you work, you want to work for, at least if you are not passionate about the organization, you show passion about the product or services that they offer and you communicate that, right? You show passion, you show, I remember when um, I worked for a company in UK called PZ Cousins. It's very, very old company with a large presence in Africa and many other countries and I I remember at my interview, uh, they have a product that they sell. So when, right, I was walking down the hallway and I remember I saw those products, it, I had some childhood memories. So at the interview, we were just chatting about the product. I said, wow, this product is very, very, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about these products. Why? Because my mom used to use this product all the time, especially when we were young. So I remember there was a time that I sprained my ankle. And my mom took an ointment that they manufactured and then put that ointment on my ankle, you know, squeeze this, squeeze, applied it, applied it, applied it for a couple of days until it went. So that was the angle, that was the hook to demonstrate to them that, wow, I am excited about their product and about their services. I'm not saying go and lie, but if that opportunity presents themselves, demonstrate demonstrate that you are passionate about what they have to sell or about their company about their services about what they do the next skill set that they look for is flexibility <clears throat> flexibility is you've been hired as a customer service agent or customer service rep and you start work and then all of a sudden something happens and you need to probably chipping to help the folks from operations or finance it may just be a temporary thing but companies want people who are flexible who are not cookie cutter type it's not like oh this is what you came for and that's the end of it no you have to demonstrate that yes i will i'm doing this i will do it to the best of my ability but if the, the need arises and i need to help anybody or i need to help in another uh, division uh i will do that because the organization's growth is what I seek. So that's flexibility. The next skill set that you're going to demonstrate is networking skills. And when I mean networking skills, it means two things. Either networking internally with other teams, divisions, departments, 
superiors, subordinates, or external networking and networking with um, suppliers, with clients, with other stakeholders, government agencies, regulatory bodies, networking. You never know the key to your next move. So you have to always have to find a way by which you spread your tentacles. You are networked. So you network internally and you have to prove this, that you will network internally so that they know you are, you are not the guy or you're a lady who works in only silos. You're just siloed by yourself, that kind of thing. They will need it. Maybe if you, you, you have networked and um, this company, let's say you work in the pharmaceutical industry, that you, 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 there's a lot of regulations in that space. And you have demonstrated that you have built relationships over a period of time with government agencies, with uh, uh, what you call the Food and Drug Ad Administration uh, people, you have the necessary contacts. They know that, wow, if we have trouble and we need... We need someone who can reach out to the food and drugs people. There's, there's this person who can easily do it, right? So you are demonstrating your ability uh, to, 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 to network. Then key, very important thing these days, these days, the next one, the eighth uh, point is your ability to demonstrate analytical problem solving skills. Probably this skill set should have been right after communication skills. That's the order of importance. Problem solving skills, analytical skills, especially in this cutting edge technology age is priceless. Your ability to demonstrate that when there are problems, you, you, will, so, you, will, you will be a part of the solution. You're always thinking ahead. You have initiative. You, you have the wherewithal to, to, to break complex problems into smaller chunks that get solved easily. That is problem-solving skills. Your, your attitude is not, oh, me demonstrate. I, 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 I have a course in employability skills, right? And one of the things that I taught about that, uh, about, about uh, employability skills was right this area that um, sometimes in my experience as an employer, right, I've had people work for me that they come in there and then they come in and what they do most of the time is they point out problems. Oh, sir, uh, I've seen this problem here. I've seen that here. And I'm also, they also show you all the reasons why. You give them a task. It's like they show you why, all the reasons why that task cannot be done. The thing is, you are being employed to solve problems. That's your number one objective. So you get on with it. It's not you showing and harvesting problems, right? You're harvesting and showing, rather. No, you're harvesting and showing the problems, digging and showing the problems. No, the boss knows that the problems are there already. It's not for you to just shove them out and say, hey, boss, problems. The boss is counting on you to identify and solve the problems. Or at the least, he identifies the problems and you solve it. But the best combination is you identify and you come up with solutions. So problem-solving skills, analytical uh, uh, skills, super. The ninth skill set you need to develop is personal management skills. Personal management. You, 
you are a person you are a brand you they need to know that this brand is growing this brand is learning this brand is improving this brand is excelling so you have to demonstrate that too for instance are you learning are you a continuous learning person demonstrate that you've been taking courses you you, you did this and that and that in your own spare time to improve upon yourself personal grooming also part of it that you don't go into an interview you know body odor and those kind of things you you so you are constantly evolving constantly bettering yourself you 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 are self-motivated prove to them that finally finally if you've done all these top nine and this last bit is not there, you're not going to get the job. And this one has to do with, are you fit for the values of the company? So it's personnel, company values fit. Are you fit for the culture of that organization? Let me give you an example. So you and I know that careers, those who work in investment banking, they spend a great deal of time at work. They spend a disproportionate amount of time at work. Especially those who are aspiring to work on Wall Street as investment analysts and brokers and all those kind of things. Sometimes in a day, 24 hours in a day, typically they probably work 14, 16 hours a day. Right? So if your value system is said that you're a very family-centric person, that role, although it may be paying well, may not be very fit for you. Because for you, your core value system is family. For the organization, the core value is long hours. So people get promoted based on the length of time they spend there. Some people even work weekends and even sleep at work. Frankly speaking, that will not work for everybody. Right, so if the culture of that organization is the you know you have to grind it and show everybody that you are grinding and working, working all these gazillion long hours, and that doesn't sit well with you. Look, don't go for that. And the company too will be looking for people like that. They will be looking. Okay, this this person they, would they fit into our culture, right? They fit into our culture. So sometimes the culture is overly teamwork collaboration every every time they are working in teams you you demonstrate that oh you, you know me I, i'm shy i don't like getting into people's business da 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 you can't you you don't fit that business it's like a square peg trying to fit into a round hole so the your your fit for the company's values is going to be the last skill that you need to demonstrate and i think if once you're able to demonstrate all this i don't see the reason why you will not get you will not get the nod. Anyway, thank you so much for your time. If this has been good, for, great for you, subscribe to the channel again. I've said it a third time, so do that. And then uh, uh, hit the notification button, uh, the, the, the notification, and then you get notification anytime uh, new content is uh, sent out to you. All right. Have a great, great day. And see you again. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And if you loved it, please take a minute to leave a great review. It would mean the world to me. And finally, if you loved what you just heard, can you kindly share with your friends and family? And I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. And let's catch up on the next episode. Thanks and bye.